Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Evelyn and this is Life Over Matter. I have been doing this podcast now for quite some time and as you guys know this is my own personal journey where I'm trying to find the best way to live over life's matters. As I continue recording and researching and trying to live my best life, I come across all different kinds of people and I go to different places and I'm learning about different cultures and I'm understanding uh, different spiritual basics, different things that make people tick. And then I've got a lot of questions and curiosities that stem from some of the research that I'm doing. It kind of delves me a little deeper into questioning where energy and vibrations and centering and you know, stress relieving when it happens from your core, when you're finding that special silent spot, whenever you're going through a stressful time or counting back from a thousand or a hundred or 10 and how that brings a different concentration to where your focuses lie and how important that is to yourself and your well-being. It's been a very interesting uh, journey so far and it's been eye-opening and I have been so blessed to have been so far surrounded by so many people that care that listen to this podcast that are also wondering the same questions that I ask about life all of the time and they're asking them with me for me to me uh and I appreciate you all for it thank you for spending this time with me and really relating to me on a genuine and authentic level I uh wouldn't be able to have been so successful with this journey so far up into this point and realizing all these things about myself if it weren't for every single one of you. And uh, it sounds cliche, but I, I, I hear you. I see you. Uh, and I appreciate you for everything. Anyway, today I'm going to be talking to you about those very things. What makes it all worth it? I... Um, had started very, very small on this, um, on this journey. I, uh, didn't know that I was going to be sharing it with everybody. And I, uh, get very nervous when I think about what other people think. And I didn't want anybody who never liked me or, or had a problem with me in my life or had different judgments or ideas or labels about me in my life, uh, to come across this and think, who does she think she is? You know, does she think she's better than anybody? And, that's totally the opposite of, of anything that I've ever been trying to do on here. I uh, actually am in full recognition of all the things that I'm not. And, um, you know, am trying to find all of the reasons why something makes sense or is okay or why things happen the way that they do. The cause and the effect of certain things in our life, the psychology behind what happens and also being the best that I can be. You know, I want to be a better cook. I want to be a better partner. I want to be a better daughter and sister and, uh, you know, mentor, a boss. Um, I, I want to be better at all of those things, uh, employee, uh, in general and, uh, innovator. I, I want to be able to, continue to bring fresh and new uh inspiring ideas to the table and i want to be different i want to be unique but i also want to have it make sense you know and um people being on this journey with me have been incredibly supportive um but 
today I, I sit here and I think about what it's all for, right? And it started to be just about me and uh, finding what makes sense to me. And then uh, as it's transitioned and it unraveled itself, it became uh, about everyone. It became about everybody who cared to listen and everybody who has cared to do these exercises with me and uh, conjure up that inner humility humility that um, makes us say, you know, I'm great, but I could be better. And these are the ways that I'm going to focus on doing that. Uh, I oftentimes will sit back and say, what is it all for? And is the realization of it being about everybody else with me included, um, is it the greatest outcome that I could have hoped for? Absolutely. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking a little bit about what it's all for in general, for all of us. And it's kind of like the glove that fits everybody's hand, right? It's the, um, it's the way that it touches everybody in that special way. So um, gonna get con- I'm going to get started, and then we're going to going to continue on the other side. I'm um, going to be reading to you today from lifehack.org, because finding out what it's all worth uh, to you uh, individually is what it's all about, right? It's why you're spending this time. Uh, time is money, and time is valuable. So you taking the time to listen to this podcast episode is uh, worth more than uh, just listening to someone talk. It's a lesson for you. It's being your best self. It's taking that other leap. It's crossing that finish line. It's making something, putting it down on paper and saying, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it. You know, it's it's so much more than just listening to a podcast episode, right? So we're going to uncover this life hack. We're going to do three of them. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how it affects me. And uh, we're going to be talking about, in the future, how it's going to affect others. So stay tuned. I'm going to go for a commercial a little earlier than usual. And I'll be back right after this. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to that break and staying with me and tuning in today. Uh, as I said in the first episode, I'm Evelyn, and you're listening to Life Over Matter podcast. And today, we're talking about what it's all worth, right? And why it's so important. Uh, I'm going to be reading to you a uh, life hack article, and it's written by Jacqueline Battaglia. And she's a growth coach, a blogger, creator of Life is Duck Soup. And um, this interview slash article is um, an approach to help get you to your next potential level. Um, And it's three steps to truly know your value and realize it in life. Do you know your value? Before we get into this, I want to begin with a heartbreaking personal story of a woman that I used to know named Mary. Mary was a quiet woman who mainly kept to herself but was very observant. She watched, she took notes, and most importantly, she listened. When someone talked to her, she felt as if she gained a piece of their soul as she hung on to every last word. Mary had a dream. She wanted her own bookstore, and she wanted to discuss novels with customers as they perused the aisles. 
She imagined offering free coffee and having support groups in the evening where people would gather, connect, and free their souls. Mary had envisioned her dream in her mind. She mapped out everything from the color of the walls to the font on her receipts. However, Mary would always say that her dream wasn't feasible and that it wasn't realistic. She would ask, how could someone like me have a life like that? Mary dreamed but stopped herself with excuses. She let this resistance stop her from acting and never started to create her dream. I don't want you to miss out on the best life like Mary did. She didn't recognize her value and what she was truly capable of. This article is here to help you know your self-worth and live better. Here are three steps to help you uncover and know your value. Number one, identify the source of resistance. There are no limits to what you can achieve and the amount of people that you can help when your value is fully exposed. However, how can you truly know your self-worth and how you can impact the world? It can be incredibly confusing when we have to sift through societal norms, opinions, and past events and circumstances. This process is similar to an onion peeling away the layers of resistance that have been piled on you for such a long time. This is a feat for most people because it's not natural for us to do in this society. Sometimes we don't want to face our resistances because we're under this misconception that we are who we are. It can be exhausting to uncover your worth when it has been hiding away for some time. However, when you discover your worth, you receive peace of mind, certainty, presence, a full life that is true to you. Letting go can be difficult, but it starts with acknowledging what exactly has been holding you back and keeping you stuck. For Mary, it was doubt. Mary doubted that she had what it took to achieve her ultimate dream. If she could have let go of doubt and replaced it with faith, then she might have left the world fulfilled, but instead she left with regret. To get started, Write down your goal and the reasons why you feel like you cannot reach it. It could be self-doubt, a lack of specific skills, a lack of funds, or a weak support system. Once you know what is leading to your resistance, write down three ways you could overcome each of them. It's okay if these things are long-term or will take a while. The idea is that you realize that you can overcome each thing that you feel is holding you back. After you begin acknowledging your resistances and letting go of them, you can begin to follow what feels right to achieve your goals and know your value. Number two, follow your happiness. Once you've peeled back the layers and removed the resistance that has been holding you back, you can begin to follow your happiness. Now that you're not affected by the judgment of others, crippled by fear or insert your resistance here, you can begin to do what brings you pure joy. Joy is where you learn to know and value your worth. This is contradictory to how we're used to living because we have been told to work hard, have a family, get a good job, pay our bills, and so on and so forth. We have work, our relationships, all of our obligations, and then we have our hobby or passion if there's time left for this. 
we put everything before our passion and then at the end of the day we are exhausted and completely drained and we are surprised that we don't know our self-worth work then play but can we work and play can we incorporate joy happiness and play into everything that we do does there have to be a separation between the two oh he's just a broke artist in quotations the way i look at this is that He's the most successful human being on the planet because he does what he loves. He's fanatical about it. And he's doing what his heart desires day and night. To me, that's a life worth living. I'll tell you what isn't a life worth living. Working at something you don't enjoy for the majority of your life to meet society's expectations. This can be difficult to overcome. You can start by identifying exactly what brings you the most joy. Maybe you really do like your job and you feel that it brings value to your life. That's great. If not, is it one of your hobbies? Do you feel most like yourself when you're traveling, painting, or helping others? Identifying your passion is key when you want to know your self-worth and how to act on it. So whenever it brings a smile to your face, follow it everywhere and never leave its side. The rest will come if you learn to let go and ignore the resistances as they present themselves. Number three, stick with it. So you've let go of resistance and have started to follow your happiness. You've begun to do what brings you joy in your life every chance that you get, but you're still not quite sure that you know your value. The resistances are still showing up and you have a to-do list to accomplish. It takes time, but slowly and surely, if you let go and you follow your smile, a life of value will naturally unfold. It's a fact that waiting is hard, according to Dr. Joe Dispenza. We want immediate gratification or relief from the lack. In other words, we let go of our resistances, but we aren't immediately gaining the life that we desire, and that creates a feeling of lack. Basically, we aren't attaining what we want fast enough. But we have to make this process a way of life. Release and follow your happiness. Don't look for the answers in anyone except for yourself. If it doesn't feel right, then investigate why that is. Ask yourself the important questions. For example, you can do some self-investigation with questions like, why am I doing what I'm doing? How do I feel about these actions? Is there something I can change right now? What can I do to work towards my future goals? Don't put the negativity in a closet for another time. Deal with resistance as it shows up or you'll never know your self-worth. You'll never let anybody down pursuing what you love. The saddest story is one that ends with an unfulfilled dream. Here are some tips to help you stick to the changes that you want to make. Let's, Let's look into this. Number one is determine why you want to make these changes. In determining why you want to make these changes, it's very important to understand that it's all segued to each other. It's all part of the bigger picture and it is the strategies, right? It's what makes it worth it. It was, it's, it's what puts it all together. If you take a step back, No problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it. Get specific and keep brainstorming your options. 
It's so important. You need to trust yourself. You need to understand that when you determine to sticking to these changes, that it pushes you in the direction that you need to go to. Um, understanding why you do something is the key to sorting out how to do it. Number two, make a plan of mini plans. Once you're clear on what you want, stick to those life changes. You'll be ready to make the plan. Plus, you'll have a clear idea of how to focus your energy to best support why you want to stick to those life changes. Number three, set attainable and measurable goals. It's so important. One of the most common reasons you don't stick to your life changes is because you're not setting attainable goals that you can track. Setting attainable goals isn't about selling yourself short and tracking isn't about filling out spreadsheets and graphs. You can accomplish most anything that you set your mind to with concrete steps that you can complete. So dream big and make sure that your week by week goals are attainable within that time frame and are actionable rather than conceptual. Number four, set deadlines and stick to them. Set many deadlines in your plan to stick to your life changes. Start from the final date that you want to have accomplished your life changes and work backwards from there. Ask yourself, what do you need each week to get yourself to that final destination? Number five, focus on the action rather than the goal. To stick to your life changes, you need to focus on action. Don't get stuck on setting many goals that rely on gaining rather than accomplishing. Gaining relies on outward forces while accomplishing focuses on actions that you can achieve by your own volition. You need to address the how, not the what. Number six is give yourself rewards and praise. Are you waiting for your life changes to be a reality before you give yourself a reward? Huge mistake. Each step that you take towards sticking to your life changes is a mini victory and deserves to be treated as such. A great and free way to reward yourself is through praise. Give yourself a fist pump, do a victory dance, or simply say sweet somethings of encouragement along with your path to success. Bundle these mini steps into bigger strides and treat yourself with a greater reward for each set. This will make the road to that ultimate reward much more pleasurable, not to mention motivating. Number seven, track your progress. One of the greatest forms of praise is to validate the progress that you make by tracking the baby steps that you take each day. Set up a neat chart or checklist that you can post on your desktop or bulletin board to be reminded of how stellar you are at sticking to your life changes. On your off days, look back at the progress for motivation and recognition. My friend Etta, um, that you guys have met on here, if you've been listening for a long time, I did an interview with her last December. And she got weight loss surgery the same time I did. And she is so awesome at keeping. She's actually had two weight loss surgeries. And she is so amazing at keeping a calendar. She's very creative. She's got different colors in it. She's got different designs, stickers. Um, there's parts of it that are color-coded. Um, and it's just enjoyable to look at. It, she uses it as her food diary. She uses it as a tracker. She uses it for everything. And she made it all by herself in the beginning of her journey, which started the same time I did in 2019. And um, she has lost 450 pounds. She is amazing. She looks fantastic. And it's all because... She tracked everything. She has actual diaries. She's got these calendars. She's got um, everything. Measurements, trackable measurements, scale measurements. She has a YouTube channel. She has tracked everything. Number eight, be present. Sticking to life changes is a big commitment and becomes overwhelming very quickly. To ease burden of change, be present. Focus on one task at a time and let yourself enjoy the process as much as you would the destination. 
When you feel stress and worry building in your head, bring awareness back to your breath so that you can have the most impact with each action that you take. Number nine, identify what's holding you back. A lot of people are afraid of success. Counterintuitive, yes, but true. Face your fears and challenges. Don't ignore them. Identify what's holding you back and make a list of ways that you can overcome these challenges. It may be fear. It may be lack of support from your family, or it may be that you haven't identified your why. Whatever it is, don't let it hold you back just for lack of awareness. Number 10 is visualize your progress. Visualizing your success helps keep you motivated and focused. Take it a step further by visualizing your progress. Imagine yourself doing the work it takes to stick to life's changes. This practice mentally prepares you for the effort it takes to stick to life's changes and helps surface any challenges or even tools that you may have overlooked. I love that. I'm a deep visualization guru. Like I love it. I do it all the time. Every single day before I start work, I do a visualization meditation and it will you know, take out the stresses of the day before it will add in, you know, aspirations, dreams, goals that I have for the coming day, people that I'm going to be in contact with people that I want to pray for people that um, have impacted me situations that have impacted me things about myself, I'll go over. And it sounds very deep and and intricate. But it's actually, um, when you meditate, and you find your center, and then all of a sudden, you start, you know, putting your plan together and you start peeling that onion like we're talking about um, and you find the core of what makes a day a day you know and I've got bad days I've got good days like everybody else but I have intentions before I start out on the day and sometimes those intentions are fulfilled and sometimes they fall flat but I visualize what my end game is and that helps me to keep getting back up number 11 is have fun sticking to life changes doesn't have to be boring incorporate some fun into your tasks to make the journey worthwhile Use a playlist of your favorite songs. Go outside. Be silly. Channel your inner eight-year-old to find creative ways to make your action plan action-packed. Number 12, let your goal evolve, which is what's happened with this podcast for me. You learn to grow every day, so why shouldn't your goals evolve with you? The life changes that you set out to make may take drastic turns or slight transitions. You're not failing when you let your goal evolve. You're growing and setting yourself up for greater success. Sticking to life changes isn't about checking off a list. It's about embodying your desires and dreams. Number 13 and finally, remember that it's not all for no- it's not all or nothing. The journey is as much as an accomplishment as the destination. Treat it as such, you won't need to stick to life changes because you'll be living them every single day. Hopefully, this helped you guys find some inner inspiration, some motivation. This helped you, again, oil the machine, which I love, and realize what it's all for, why you're doing it, the cause and effect. I always like a good reminder of that, regardless. Please feel free to share this with your family and friends. And thank you so much for tuning in and choosing me out of all the podcast episodes that you could choose from. I have new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern, and I am also doing the reading of The Untethered Soul right now. That is every Sunday at 8 p.m., I think. At any rate, I hope that you have a wonderful morning, a great afternoon, and a good night. Until next time.